एक मिनट रुक जाओ रेडी होने दो चलो ये कर लेते हैं अक्षय हाय दिस इज सौरभ एंड यू आर लिसनिंग टू द फाउंडर थीसिस पॉडकास्ट वी मीट सम ऑफ द मोस्ट सेलिब्रेटेड सार्ट ऑफ फाउंडर्स इन द कंट्री एंड वी वॉन्ट टू लर्न हाउ टू बिल्ड अूनिकॉर्न Hi um I am Ankit Prasad founder and CEO at Bobble AI I'm sure you have heard of the ant who climbed and fell 19 times only to finally reach the goal on the 20th attempt which inspired the ruler Taimur to conquer Delhi This metaphor also perfectly fits the protagonist of our podcast Ankit Prasad Ankit is the founder of bobble.ai which started life as a social media platform aspiring to become what Instagram is today which then pivoted into the bobble app that allowed users to create and share emojis on WhatsApp which then morphed into a full stack keyboard platform that today powers brands like Xiaomi and others to provide a superior typing experience to users while opening up a monetization stream for them Today Bobble is reportedly worth 100 million dollars and within one year has grown its monthly revenue run rate to 10 times. Here's Ankit telling Akshay Dutt about growing up in Jamshedpur and his journey of building Bobble. Hi, um I am Ankit Prasad, founder and CEO at Bobble AI. So, Ankit, uh, what is home for you? Like where did you grow up? I grew up in a small city in Jharkhand it's called Jamshedpur um although I was born in Chai Basa which is a small town nearby Jamshedpur okay so your father was in uh, Tata yeah like uh no uh-huh. the stereotype and Jamshedpur you think is sab sab log Tata mein hi honge so there is another uh, important um you know uh, organization in jamshedpur it's nit jamshedpur so my father is a professor there ah okay 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 so you grew up uh, with a very strong academic focus i guess because okay, matlab being the son of a professor i guess so academics must have always been first priority uh i won't say that i was fortunate to get the flexibility um and independence to try out things that i love and that also reflects on the fact that i had dropped out from my iit delhi um uh, engineering course right engineering degree so there was no pressure at such from the family side well you slogged to get into iit i am sure apne classes join kari hongi to clear the entrance and all so मतलब फिर उसके बाद इतनी मेजर अचीवमेंट के बाद उसको आपने छोड़ क्यों दिया गुड क्वेश्चन आई थिंक ऑन्टरप्रिनरशिप का कीड़ा बचपन से ही था तो व्हेन आई इनफैक्ट आई स्टार्टेड माय फर्स्ट वेंचर व्हेन आई वाज इन माय क्लास 10 एंड देन आईआईटी इसलिए निकालना था क्योंकि बाकी सारे सारे लोग निकाल रहे थे आसपास के क्लास में क्या वेंचर किया था उसके बारे में बताओ इट वाज अ वेब डिजाइन एंड डेवलपमेंट एजेंसी डेवलप and maintain websites for them yeah okay and uh, matlab this was like very clearly just a pocket money gig you thought ke isi ko hi main bada karunga ya kya tha matlab then i was pretty serious about it uh, until i got into iit delhi and got real exposure of uh, product startups which were creating much larger impact i realized you know the service business i was on to um probably that was not matching with my aspirations and goals so iit mein you were doing both yeah like you were studying also and you were still running this web development business i was running this web development business in fact i got a lot of clients from iit uh because there were so many other startups which were getting launched during that time i'm talking about 2008 2009 2010 
times and everybody needed uh, some sort of help on technology side product development uh, software etc and i was able to provide those services and i was happy about it um i used to think of myself as smarter person Huh. Uh, you got into IIT in uh, 2008. Like that was the year you joined. That's right. So I used to think that the other people who are doing startups will might fail, but I am making my money by providing them the service. But then eventually, I was proved wrong. People created the likes of Zomatos and Flipkart, <laughs> and uh, I was still doing the service business. Did you work with any of these? Like, which were some of the companies that you built uh, software for? Like, yes, I worked with many actually. Um, um, I don't know if uh, if uh, uh, all the names I should be able to take, but uh, all the major startups, you know, the ones uh, who are successful and who are uh, and who got shut down, both kind of startups. Um, i played a significant role as an intern or as an initial uh, technology team member or as a consultant acha okay okay hmm. yeah so that gave me the exposure to to start on my own and when did you start like 8 mein apne join kiya fir um well i uh, i joined uh, various uh, tech startups during that time Worked with them, learned the dynamics of startup ecosystem, the fundraisers, etc. Uh, it was new to me. It was new to most of the people in India at that time. Um, in 2011, November 2011, um, I started this venture uh, in on pen and paper. In April 2012, we registered it formally. Uh, which venture was that? What was your first venture? <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't the first venture. It was second, actually. Second, ha. Huh? First was the web service. Second one that I registered myself. Otherwise, I would have had worked with multiple other startups before that. Um, we called it Talent Unlimited um, Online Services. The reason being, we wanted to promote uh, the creativity uh, and the talent of uh, individuals. so our aspiration was to create uh, a platform wherein we you know creative people could come together showcase their creativity uh, network with like minded people um, you know monetize their creativity and so on at was it somewhat like linkedin it sounds like it has some commonality yeah we wanted to create instagram actually uh, instagram was not uh, there at that point of time but we wanted to create something like instagram of today uh but we ended up creating an etsy um which is a marketplace for art that didn't match with our aspirations and uh, eventually we made a pivot okay w- what did you pivot into yeah so uh, we we uh, you know we we continued with testtalent.com since 2012 till 2015 um sorry end of 2014 uh that's when we realized that uh, uh the uh, mobile space is growing exponentially while the web is becoming stagnant while my forte was all web related technologies so you know we decided to make a pivot to something that could uh add value into the daily life of uh, smartphone users we went to the drawing board and we realized that there are two reasons primarily for which people buy smartphones one was conversations be it textual conversations or voice based conversation or video conversations and the second one uh, was to click pictures camera okay. um so we uh, wanted to innovate on these two fronts and we wanted to build something that can be used by each and every individual that can go into each and every smartphone so in 2015 early 2015 we came up with this concept of bobble head you just take a selfie and we create uh, a nice cartoonified version of yourself with your own face your expressions your accessories uh, your custom message and then you can uh, create 
um, thousands of stickers, gifs, and emojis out of the, those uh, out of that bobblehead, uh, and you can share it. You can use it during your WhatsApp or Facebook or Instagram conversations. Right. So the vision was to enhance the smartphone conversation experience, making it much more expressive. Hmm. With a personalized emoji. Yes, that's right. So this is how we started Bobble. So your uh, entire uh, team stayed with you, or like this was a new venture and you shut down the previous venture? No, it, the entire team, the entire set of investors, everybody remained. Um, we did not shut down the previous venture. So we we don't accept failures. <laughs> that's how I can put it. <laughs> we will pivot. We will pivot. We'll dodge. We'll work around, but we won't accept failure. So you uh, had like VCs uh, backing uh, the the the, uh, the talent uh, uh, idea with you, and how did you get funding? Well, you you must have been like just like twenty something. So how did you actually? Like you know, walk into a room with much older VCs and convince them to back you. It was difficult, I must say. In 2012, uh, when we were creating Testalent.com, it was a, uh, it was uh, it was social network sort of an idea which was not uh, seen in India, right? While VCs were mostly focusing on uh, more fundamental problems. Um, in India, right? More infrastructural problems, be it e-commerce, be it logistics, and so on. While we were building something which was not considered as a fundamental problem, although we believe that it's a fundamental problem for people to connect and converse and network, right? But uh, uh, for VCs, it was not. Uh, and most importantly, this idea did not have any business model associated to it. It was just a product. Right, um, a social network, a product, uh, which was promising because there were so many users using it every day. So therefore, there was a promise, but there was no certainty around it. Right, at which how do we monetize this platform? So it was difficult, but fortunately, we got support from some of the veteran entrepreneurs in this space. Uh, be it uh, the Sachin and Denny Bansal, both the founders of Flipkart, or be it Deep Kalra, the founder of Make My Trip, or Amit Ranjan, the founder of SlideShare, who sold to LinkedIn, um, be it the founders of 1MG HealthCart, Gaurav Garwal and Prashant Tandon, or uh, the founder of Lime Road, uh, Prashant Malik, uh, who also created uh, Facebook messages in the Apache Cassandra database. And there were so many other, there were 18 Indian investors who came together to invest into our company. This was through the IIT network or like, you know, how did you? Some of it was through the IIT network. Some of it hmm. was through uh, mutual connects or hmm. through references. Hmm. Uh, some of it was also through Let's Venture, uh, okay. which was the syndicate uh, platform. So uh, there were 18 angel investors in total. Um, they hmm. came together because uh, they had seen how uh, startup ecosystem in US ha was evolving at that point of time, and they were okay. they they had a firm belief that something similar would happen in India. Um, hmm. And these hmm. individuals, being you know visionary and have created some tangible businesses in the past. Um, hmm. Uh, after their interest, VC's interest started coming in. Okay. And how much did you raise in your angel round? Well, obviously, the numbers would have been very, very small compared to today. But yeah, that's that's right. In that time, uh, they, you know, uh, numbers were really small. Uh, our first round in 2013, uh yeah in 2013 it was just 20 lakhs uh while in 2014 we did another angel round um along with uh, uh, a vc which is Saf partners uh and it was a four crore round okay and uh what was the uh, monetization that you pro was it like ads like 
based on the, the regular uh, social media model or what was it no no there was no monetization model at search nahi wo aapke pitch mein kuch to aapne dala hoga na jab aap ne vc ko pitch kiya to we used to say ki uh, pehle hum product banayenge pehle uh, janta aayegi use karegi hum value create karenge value capture ke baad mein sochenge okay hmm. but i think aaj ke din uh, you know i think most vcs would want an answer to the monetization first aisa nahi hai i mean it depends from category to category depends on which category you are operating even today share doesn't make you know they make peanuts right and uh, if you look at shares that two years ago probably you will not find any monetization model in it right so uh so it depends on category to category even today there are so many startups who are raising funds in the vernacular content space they don't have any business model as such mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay okay but yes if you are doing an e-commerce or logistics business you definitely need a, a concrete business model at the first place mm-hmm, okay so uh, i also want to understand why you got uh, डिसलूजेंड um secondly we did not our team did not have the dna of mobile first right um so we we should have uh, probably brought uh, team members who have had created mobile technologies in the past uh it was a learning experience for us um and the fact that the platform was positioned in the wrong manner uh it was our mistake uh, we uh, took certain what in what way was it wrong people started considering it as a platform for uh, a marketplace for uh, art product right so for paint for if you want to buy painting or in um, uh, animation or something you can go to test talent or if you want to hire an artist you can go to test talent so that was the positioning uh, we got from the market uh but we wanted to build something like instagram india had not seen anything like instagram before right so it was difficult for them to imagine um we were too early i would say in that space today i can see that there are a number of platforms who are doing good in the same space uh they started late they did very good um yeah so it was a conscious call we took we um we realized that you know we have to go really uh, hands on so isme kya metrics aapko dikh rahe the i am sorry i am spending a lot of time on this but uh, you know, I, i think it's matlab isme zyada learning hoti hai to understand what made you want to stop an idea and start a new one so usme aapko kya metrics dikh rahe the in which you felt ke ye nahi chalne wala we need to pivot मतलब यू यू मस्ट हैव सीन सम सिम्टम्स ना के ये नहीं चलने वाला तो वो क्या सिम्टम्स थे आई थिंक वन ऑफ द सिम्टम वाज ग्रोथ आई वुड से द ग्रोथ वाज फ्लक्चुएटिंग इट वाज नॉट कंसिस्टेंट यू नो इट वाज साइनोसोइडल ग्रोथ यू नो जस्ट लाइक अ साइन जस्ट लाइक अ साइन कर्व ऑन ऑन वैसे गोइंग अप एंड डाउन मतलब वेव की तरह थे तो सो दैट वाज वन ऑफ द रीजन वी uh for a platform like that people expect it to grow exponentially with network effect right the other mistakes there was many mistakes with it actually the other mistake we did was instead of focusing on a particular geography we made it open for the world and we were taking pride of the fact that there were uh, people from more than 10 countries who used to visit this talent every day right so um I think these are the some of the mistakes. Instead of focusing on a smaller geography and creating a network effect there, we scattered the user base all over. Like we uh, we prematurely started introducing monetization. When I say monetization, I mean 
people who are there on the platform should be able to monetize their creativity not us so we started prematurely uh, integrating you know building those monetization features for our users like a shop front uh, like people could list products yeah yeah right uh, something similar and uh, that also backfired the entire positioning got hurt um right um and the very fact that uh, uh, you know we the platform was imagined uh, to be a web platform so all the features and all the functionalities were designed keeping in mind that people are going to access it from their laptop or from their desktops when we started working on the mobile app you know we started force fitting those existing features into the app if we had to relaunch test talent on mobile we would have done it very very differently right so that was the reason which forced us to go to the drawing board again and we decided to make a hard pivot um it was a risky decision for us because we just had 6 months of uh, runway left we were not monetizing there was no revenue uh, there was no commitment from investors okay did you have co-founders yes yes so i had mohammed basim um who was uh, our co-founder and today he is running a different venture it's called easy eat in malaysia okay But he was like a batchmate or something no no he was 10 years senior to me uh not from iit delhi but uh, uh, we met through a common connect in iit okay okay hmm got it hmm so yeah please continue sorry so you had like 6 months of runway no guarantee that investors will uh, back the new uh, idea that you were planning yes but we were very confident on it because we did our initial set of user research and we figured out that people need something like that people love expression during their conversation we just had to make it seamless and personalized we came up with um, some ideas that really worked in our favor um but before that in february when we released the first version of bobble um it, it sucked i mean people did not uh, appreciate the product at all um because it was all buggy i mean it didn't work on so many android devices it used to crash but one good thing we learned from that experiment was that people love the concept of having personalized stickers they appreciated the concept they didn't like the product it was a clear cut direction for us we uh, improvised on the product we created something that worked on all the phones and uh, we relaunched it in march end of march 2015 um with a hack the hack was uh, we used to show a widget on top of whatsapp whenever you open whatsapp you see a circular widget on top of it from where people could share their personalized content on whatsapp It so made it a seamless experience. Instead of closing your WhatsApp conversation and going to some other application to uh, bring content, uh, now you can get the content right on WhatsApp. And so it was a it was a good hack that uh, really worked in our favor. And we we started adding a million user every two two months or so. Wow. Uh, this was in 2015, uh, you know, April, May, June, etc. And then in July, or sorry, in August, SAF Partners committed to invest in Series A. Okay. And and how much was that round? It was a three million dollar round. Okay. So, uh, you your first version of the Bobble app, uh, what was it like? It was essentially just like a selfie camera which on uh, which you click a photo and then you have some option to edit and like create the final uh, emoji right and then uh, the same bobble head can be used to create multiple sets of uh, stickers gifs and stories um these uh, are available on your whatsapp through that widget and you can share it with your friends and family members you can customize it on the go So that was the initial idea, user-generated content, 
or rather let's say conversational content um right and since whatsapp didn't have any expressive feature right right yeah 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 it didn't hmm. okay today today it does have all of these features integrated into whatsapp ui but you know in 2015 it did not hmm hmm okay so uh, how did uh, the the user acquisition happen did you advertise or was it purely like you know it became viral it became viral because uh, we did not have the money to advertise at that point of time i said we had 6 months of runway left out of which 3 months was already invested into product creation right? so clearly we did not have any money to advertise but rather uh, you know there was another hack so one hack was getting into whatsapp ui through that widget and the other hack was every time the content gets shared there was a bubble watermark in a corner it it made the receivers uh understand where the source of the content is and they used to find us by searching for us on play store or or google search mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay okay and uh, the uh, downloads were like from which country was it largely india or was it global yeah it was india it was india because all our content were indic in nature you know uh kya hal hai and uh if you like to hear stories of founders then we have tons of great stories from entrepreneurs who have built billion dollar businesses just search for the founder thesis podcast on any audio streaming app like spotify gana apple podcasts and subscribe to the show so then what you you have a product in which people can make emojis so you know how did things evolve after that and saif also put in uh, like yes series a mein so yeah again this series a was also um, uh you know it was difficult because again we did not have a revenue stream as such right we we just had a product which was gaining traction uh there was no revenue and there was no plan of revenue yet we uh, we were able to convince the partners that you know we we are definitely creating some value into the users life and that is why people are organically finding us and using our product i'm sure we'll be able to capture the value at some point in time with that faith saf had invested and uh uh but then there was a um, there was a sudden uh, surprise came from android side uh, it was early 2016 when android scrapped the api that we were using to show our widget on whatsapp as i had mentioned it was a hack the api got scrapped not because of us but because of some facebook also used this na facebook messenger ka bhi hota tha similar widget ha uh, sorry but facebook messenger ka generic widget tha jab bhi message aata tha to wo dekhne lag jata tha hamara specific to whatsapp tha ki jab bhi whatsapp open hota tha tab dikhta tha okay 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 otherwise people will get frustrated with the experience ka agar hamara widget hamesha dikhai deta tha तो हमें पता नहीं चल रहा था कि व्हाट्सएप ओपन कब हुआ बिकॉज एंड्रॉय ये हमारे लिए एक बड़ा सरप्राइज की तरह आया द विजिट गॉट डिसअपियर्ड फ्रॉम द्रॉम व्हाट्सएप पीपल स्टार्टेड ब्लेमिंग अस डेंट नो दैट इट वॉज एंड्रॉयड पीपल स्टार्टेड गिविंग अस बैड रिव्यूज एंड इंस्टॉलिंग आर एप्लीकेशन एंड यू नो ऑल ऑफ अडन वी लॉस्ट होल मेजोरिटी फॉर यूजर बेस we had gathered if i remember correctly 7 8 million users by early 2016 uh it all went down to less than a million okay as in uh, uninstalls ho gaye ya active users aap bata rahe ho ha uninstalls ho gaye sare wow okay to ye malik bada surprise tha fortunately we had a runway because we had recently raised the fund we started looking out for new opportunities you know how do we how do we come out of a situation which is 
which is a externally induced where we don't have any control and b which is the core experience that we had built people were loving us for that core experience of seamless content sharing on whatsapp if that core experience was no more there then they don't bother about bubble right so we uh, fortunately we landed up into new set of apis that was open by android in the same os version so while they scrapped some of the apis they opened new set of apis which was keyboard api and fortunately right at the same time ios also opened those keyboard apis for third party developers earlier it wasn't there right so keyboard was android open source project keyboard that typically phone manufacturers used to preload in their phones now keyboard was being democratized there were apis available for third party developers we quickly grabbed that opportunity and built a keyboard that could share stickers gifs and emojis this was the first time any keyboard in the world had come up with stickers integrated natively into it it made all the difference people again appreciated the concept they loved the concept but they hated the product itself <laughs> why is that because keyboard is a difficult product to build not anyone and everyone can build it it's a product that requires extensive research around language technologies around typing experience hygiene a uh, stability and uh, you know uh, the it's a, it's an application it's a service that is used across application right whether whether you're on whatsapp or uber or amazon you're using your keyboard it, it, the compatibility needs to be ensured and all of those things so there's a it's a complex plot product to build okay and uh, keyboard ki jo predictive wo hoti hai suggestions and uh, auto correct it requires another set of r&d around it so wo wo sara you have to build from scratch or are they like pehle version mein to kuch bhi nahi tha it was just a plain vanilla keyboard uh, with content sharing functionalities people loved the prod uh, loved the concept they hated the product that gave us the direction we started working on the keyboard core of the keyboard right we thought if we have to survive we have to crack keyboard and your co-founder was with you all like by this time or had he left yes yes he was there still with you okay okay and how much runway did you have at this time like when you started keyboard project we had decent runway we we were prudent in investing uh, uh in spending money and therefore we had decent runway so there was no finance no financial risk as such but the risk was from the technology side whether we can crack keyboard as a product it was difficult so we uh uh we started focusing on keyboard experience we started building all of those technology in house beat word suggestion auto correct swipe typing speech to text uh languages and what not everything was built in house um and Uh, our motivation level did not go down simply because there was a lot happening in the keyboard space when we were tracking it we realized that google itself entered into the keyboard space in 2016 august with google gboard as a core product right microsoft acquired swift key in again in the same time similar months uh, for 250 million dollars Baidu launched Facemoji keyboard outside China for global audiences in the similar months like okay, late 2016 right okay. so uh, there was a lot happening in the keyboard space and that kept kept our motivation high that made us think that probably we have landed into a large opportunities which only the larger tech giants can see right now probably there is a reason why android and ios open keyboard apis in 2016 Hmm. this uh, baidu's facemoji would have been like a direct competitor to bobble keyboard yeah everyone was google keyboards microsoft swift key baidu facemoji touchpad but in terms of positioning like swift key had like a different positioning you know? that was 
probably more about speed of typing or ha to that's right so baidu baidu's keyboard was earlier called simeji keyboard and you can probably check on internet that their, their product was called simeji keyboard in china and japan but in india when they came they partnered with us to get a face technology bubble head technology and that's why they renamed their keyboard to face moji keyboard that's how the name came into being but then eventually uh they did not respect the agreement they moved out and created and launched their own keyboard but they retained the name so that's how that's how baidu face moji came into being in india so having said that we we were not worried we we had our own journey um we were very confident in our tech strength um we we continued investing time and resources on r&d and in 2017 late 2017 we had surpassed all other keyboard in terms of engagement be it sessions time spent or uh, uh dao by mao ratio or retention what is this dao by mao ratio uh dau by mau so daily active user divided by monthly active user it's one of the kpis for a consumer product but what's the rule of thumb for that like like there must be some rule of thumb na ki dau by mau itta hona chahiye ye what does it show matlab it depends from category to category um you know for the you know in general for other categories i would say a 20% dau by mau is considered very good okay which means 20% of your user base uses it every day yes sort of you know um they hmm. say so like whatsapp ka dao by mao would be like 95% or something probably i'm not sure but probably um in our case it was around i think 65 70% at that time today it is now now it has increased to 85% um for any case uh, so all of these metrics whatever numbers we had was the best in the industry um even the app rating was the highest and even today we hold our command on all of these engagement retention and rating and nps score metrics um as the best in the industry now while we had cracked product and now people were loving our keyboard experience and the fact that there is a content integrated into that keyboard earlier no other keyboard had any content in it today you'll see most of them has um so in 2017 towards the end uh, this was the time when uh we had cracked the product but we the, but the scale was not there we had hardly uh you know maybe half a million keyboard users not more than that right so this the, the scale was not getting cracked though we have cracked the product experience um the reason being you know one uh, there was less awareness amongst the users that they can literally switch their keyboard in their smartphone right so they used to believe that whatever keyboard has come as default is the one that they are supposed to use hmm and itna easy bhi nahi hai na keyboard change karna matlab thoda mushkil hai hmm. Haan, hmm. which is like a deliberate move by google na, so that people don't any for google uh, for android it's easier for ios it's even tougher android kept on making it easier because google keyboard was another third party keyboard product they had to publicize uh, but ios kept it uh, complex probably deliberately i don't know um yeah so from uh, now we needed to crack uh, scale uh, this is when we entered into a new phase in our journey we started partnerships with smaller phone manufacturers it beat lava or panasonic or geoni and indusos micromax etc at that time and we started preloading our keyboard as the default keyboard this gave us the captive audience who got more time to explore our features and feel connected and become a retained user um and then we were able to build a business case uh that our keyboard 
works amazingly well when it is preloaded into an OEM into a device, right? Uh, but we were somehow not able to crack any of the large OEMs. The reason being, since there were so many other tech giants in the industry who had built their own keyboard, they were paying these OEMs a large sum of money uh, for preloading. Right. Hmm. And Samsung had their own keyboard, na? Uh, no, Samsung had licensed it from SwiftKey. So while while it is a white label license, therefore uh, you would see Samsung keyboard, but it is actually a SwiftKey. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Hmm. No other phone manufacturer except Apple has their own keyboard. No other. Out of 180 Android manufacturers out there, zero Android manufacturer has built their own keyboard. It's because it is difficult to build and uh, and they need to focus on more important aspects of the device, be it uh, LED screen or camera quality or voice quality, but they don't need to do everything on their own. And the fact that they were easily getting uh, uh, keyboard software from other players in the market and they were getting paid for it. Google was paying them. Microsoft was paying them. Yeah, then why reinvent the wheel? Yeah. Exactly. But it was difficult for us because we did not have the money to pay. Right? So our scale was questionable <laughs> whether we can beat others in this scale. Although we have created a good product, but that doesn't mean that we will win the game. Um, so this is when we started thinking in 2018, the entire 2018 was invested into understanding the OEM space, there's different relationships between Google and OEMs and Microsoft and OEMs and uh, figuring out what values they need uh, that we could have built and offered, etc., etc. Eventually, in 2019, we cracked the deal with Xiaomi. And this was our biggest win because Xiaomi had already become the number one player in India. And cracked a deal in the same terms, like you were paying them for it or like what? Uh, We cracked a deal uh, which is more strategic and deeper in nature wherein they also invested into our company and we created a co-branded keyboard called Mint Keyboard for Xiaomi devices, which has much deeper integration with MIUI operating system. And uh, there's a revenue share arrangement, you know, whatever revenue we generate, we share with them, etc. But there was no upfront payment that needed to be done from our side. Okay, so revenue, uh, ka, ka figure out? revenue arrangement but revenue Xiaomi trusted us. They trusted our team, our capabilities. They knew because Xiaomi in its heart is a is a product focused company. You know, they care for their product experience a lot and they knew that this product was good, was better than everybody else. They also knew that we are a startup with challenges. Uh, we cannot invest money into distribution so they came out as a savior for us i would say and how much did they invest they invested another three million dollars okay so so far bobble is running on uh, funding only no revenue figured out no no now we are generating revenue in the later part of this so far meaning like 2019 2019 that's right we were not having any revenue till 2019 um, uh, whatever uh, you know, revenue you would see on ROC portal probably would be from the mutual fund investments, etc. That we park our funding around site. I mean, there's no operational revenue as such. Right, right, right. Hmm. In uh, after cracking Xiaomi, things became even clearer to us: what we want, how we want to execute it, and what does OEM wants, etc. And then, um. So tell me about that. Like, w- what became clear to you? Like, uh, it's a secret sauce, actually. <laughs> Why <laughs> OEMs? I won't I promise. They OEMs prefer to work with us, not Google, because we offer them certain values which Google cannot offer. It's just not in their hands. 
because of the historical baggage in being a corporate large corporate um you know they have certain limitations which we don't right so we like you can do deeper integration like you said with the my ui so we can do customization and deeper integrations right we don't we, we don't have one single brand we are a multi branded portfolio of keyboard products while google has one single brand gboard so gboard when it goes to xiaomi it is called gboard when it goes to uh, samsung it is called gboard even in oppo it's called gboard but in our case is different we call it mint keyboard in xiaomi and other keyboards in other products right so and user ko ye lagta hai ki mint keyboard xiaomi ka khud ka product hai ha ha sort of um so uh branding co branding you know customization of the product for every geography every user segment for high end phone for low end phone etc um uh, revenue sharing is another value proposition you know which is unmatchable but revenue from where like abhi tak इस मतलब स्टोरी में अब तक रेवेन्यू आया नहीं आगे आएगा ठीक है ठीक है ठीक है तो वी वी वे स्टिल इन डिस्ट्रीब्यूशन फेज फ्रॉम प्रोडक्ट आर एंडी फेज वी ग्रेजुएटेड टू दिस्ट्रीब्यूशन फेज राइट Uh, we were getting really, really good traction every month. We were adding so many users, uh, and all of them were captive users. Now was the time to monetize. Right. So we have a very good product, highly engaging, retaining, viral, uh, very good traction in terms of user base, which is fast increasing. Then we started thinking about monetization in 2020, especially after COVID, when we realized that Patani. अब फंडिंग मिलेगी बिकनिंग मिलेगी तो वी स्टार्टेड बिल्डिंग सम रेवेन्यू स्ट्रीम्स दिस इज द टाइम व्हेन वी गॉट इन टच विद एफएल इंडिया लिमिटेड व्हिच इज अ लिस्टेड कंपनी इन द मोबाइल मार्केटिंग डोमेन दे वर डूइंग फेयरली वेल इन द एडटेक सेक्टर सो वी पार्टनर्ड विद देम एंड दे डिड अ स्ट्रेटजिक इन्वेस्टमेंट इनटू अ कंपनी एंड विद अ प्रॉमिस टू फैसिलिटेट मोनेटाइजेशन we came up with uh, three different revenue streams uh, actually the fourth one is an experimental one so therefore we don't quote it but there are actually four revenue streams uh, based upon four different assets that the company is generating the first asset that we generate is the content sharing which is right from the beginning people love sharing our sticker chips and emojis right uh, so that's con- that content sharing is an asset for us and we monetize it by including brands into those relevant pieces of content just imagine i talk to you i send you a sticker saying let's go out for a coffee and then there is a starbucks branding in that sticker right or let's go party and there is a kingfisher branding in that sticker right some something of that sort so i'm just keeping it in short right so there's a lot of story behind this model itself but it but this model is what we call as conversation media marketing very similar to social media marketing but social media marketing way you know you have public uh, uh you know public platforms where people display themselves in a publicly manner but in case of conversation media marketing it happens during one to one one to few intimate conversations on whatsapp telegram signal instagram direct etc the we created this new category called conversation media marketing is going really well for us you can check out various clients we have worked with in the past in our website um who are some of the major clients like i mean you name it and we have them <laughs> so we work with mondelez uh, which has oreo cookies and cadbury dairy milk silk and we work with itc which has sunfish yippy noodles we work with uh, king united breweries uh, kingfisher uh, we work with uh, adidas reebok like sports brands we work with uh, apps like tinder and jomato etc okay and lively india based uh, india yeah this is this model is right now in india hmm. but your users are also largely in india or 
right now yes largely in india but you know now we have hsrs can have expanded into indonesia and southeast asia the geographies uh, but mostly it's india because of our historical uh, presence in india um yeah so uh, conversation media marketing is a huge success for us it's a new category we are creating uh, which monetizes the content sharing asset which is generated from a keyboard experience the second experience that we uh, you know the second asset that we generate as a company is the engagement so you use keyboard during app store searches or amazon searches or searching for pizza on zomato or you know putting in your location on uber etc so while you are you know uh, doing those use cases uh, in your smartphone keyboard is in foreground and therefore keyboard has the ability to recommend you the products and services and offers around those use cases right at the time when you need it so if you're using bobble keyboard if you open amazon and search for something you might get a uh, recommendation from keyboard saying you know you can get the same thing from flipkart at 10% off बट वो दिखती कैसे मतलब वो कीबोर्ड में ऊपर एक बार आ जाता है या हाँ कीबोर्ड के ऊपर एक प्रॉम्प्ट आता है और लेट्स सी सर्चिंग फॉर फूड डिलीवरी ऐप ऑन प्ले स्टोर देन कीबोर्ड विल रिकमेंड यू वाइड एंड डाउनलोड जोमेटो एंड स्विगी समथिंग लाइक दैट सो and uh, is it like a, a very small unobtrusive thing or is it big yes or? yes yes it's absolutely non intrusive you can choose to switch it off if you don't like the feature theek hai got it ha ye keyboard mein bhi thoda similar hai where they recommend emojis they recommend emojis but uh, we do recommend emojis but we do recommend products and services and offers as well. ha ha theek hai matlab wo based on the context your, your recommendation would be exactly and that's why we call this business model as contextual recommendation business okay hmm. got it theek hai right so the first one was conversation media marketing business monetizing the content sharing the second one is contextual recommendation business monetizing the engagement the third one is the data uh, the intelligence that we capture across smartphone usage and the understanding that we develop around that consumer across smartphone usage is then used to facilitate something called programmatic advertising and you can read more about it uh, in our website uh, how we uh, process the audience data in our dmp in a gdpr compliant manner we create audience segments which is then bid upon by advertisers and advertisers get to target them on some other platform to so just imagine you know you search for pizzas and mato and then you went to uh, hotstar started watching an ipl match uh, and during the ipl match you started seeing an ad from dominos so that happened because bobble ai was able to facilitate that uh, relevance of uh, advertising through a programmatic advertising channel and this is where the apple deal or uh, all of these are facilitated by apple like not all of these uh, but yes the contextual recommendation is entirely facilitated by apple right now uh, they have exclusivity on that business model um, while uh, uh, the data intelligence uh, business programmatic advertising business is facilitated by apple but not entirely uh, you know they have licensed some uh attic infrastructure to us to be able to run this business conversation media marketing is entirely in house uh, uh, uh apple also helps you get clients like do they uh, introduce you to their client base also um there are investors right so we have a vested interest uh, you know it's a, it's a natural expectation to access each other's network the fourth asset that our company generates is the technology itself so the keyboard uh, platform as i mentioned earlier it's a highly complex platform very tough to build whatever we have built is proprietary is patent pending and can be unbundled from the keyboard and can be 
provided to non-competing businesses in the form of a license, right? So we are working with some clients wherein we are licensing our content technologies, our language technologies, transliteration, translation, and so on. Um, what all have you built, like technology-wise? I I think you you obviously like in in your language technology, it would be like autocorrect and. Uh, yeah, that's the bare minimum you can expect, but there's a lot more to it. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, I would want the audience to also check our website in the tech licensing section. You will see various technologies listed there. Um, just to quote a few important ones, uh, the first and the most important one is the selfie to bobblehead technology. If you uh, if you want to make your game expressive and you want the player to become uh, uh, you know, the character of the game, you can do that using our bobblehead API. Right? Or for that matter, um, you know, our localized GIF repository can be accessed through GIF APIs. If you want the platform to have localized experience, you can source GIFs from us. Uh, or, uh, uh, you know, if you want your platform to support uh, transliteration or uh, Indic languages or the speech to text in Indic languages, uh, etc. Then you can borrow the uh, uh, language technologies from us. Yeah, APIs in SDKs both are available. Um, uh, then there is a whole new experience around conversational banking that we have created. Uh, what is that? So basically, making payments and financial services accessible. Uh, across uh, uh, smartphone usage. So if I'm on WhatsApp, I might want to make a payment. Today, WhatsApp supports payment, but uh, you know, if you want to avail loan, then WhatsApp doesn't support loan. Um, you can do all of those things from your keyboard. Uh, there are uh, uh, platforms where you might generate an intent to make a payment or uh, to execute a financial uh, service. Such platforms are not support. For example, if I'm chatting with somebody on, on let's say, on Instagram direct, then uh, I could access my financial services from my keyboard and so on. So th there's a whole new section of conversational banking, which is developed by us in partnership with HCL Innovation Lab. HCL Technology is our alliance partner to distribute this technology amongst their clientele banks across the world. So this is like a, it carries the branding of the bank then. So for example, it would be install ICICI keyboard. Something like that, yes. Okay, got it. Okay. And uh, like, how has the revenue journey been so far? Like, you know, 2020, you started so. Yeah, 2020 August when we raised our funds, uh, we were making $10,000 a month. Um, you know, we closed our uh, financial year March 2021 with $100,000 a month. So almost 10x rise in revenue in just nine months. It's growing further. I mean, it's growing in leaps and bounds. Now that we have entered into monetization phase with entirely focused approach and monetization, we have built our business team, hired a chief business officer and so on. So uh, now we have a um, our revenues are growing very fast. And how much did you raise from Apple? It was um, six million dollars uh, in two rounds. Okay. So, so what is now the valuation of Bobble? Is that uh, like public? Uh, that number? That's not public. Uh, you know, but I can probably say that it's closer to hundred million dollars. Amazing. Okay. And uh, why did your co-founder leave? Um, so it happened in, uh, you know, in 2019, just before the Xiaomi investment happened. Um, we, uh, after, even after creating a very good product, we were not able to distribute it, uh, given the competition from Google and Microsoft. It was a tough time for us. Uh, the, uh, we were not generating revenue, so the accounts were, uh, you know, uh, how do I put it? Account khali ho rahe the, dhere, dhere. Hmm. <laughs> so there's a limit to it. <laughs> right. um, many, many team members uh, left us during that time because uh, uh, 
uh, it was difficult to survive i would say we we had seen really tough times when we did not have the money to pay salaries etc uh, so this was the time when uh, wasim also decided to move on and uh, create another startup in malaysia he wanted to move to malaysia get married there settle there um so it was his uh, it was a it was a decision that was taken in uh consensus uh we helped him move out and when chamwe investment happened we also giving a decent cash exit with some upside with the in the form of uh, shares in the company yeah, okay mm-hmm. so chamwe was like a lifeline for you matlab you you were like literally out of cash that's right so we were literally out of cash if chamwe did not happen uh, we would have probably sold our company to somebody we had three acquisition offers at hand uh, during the same time from what kind of companies um i don't want to name them but those are all large tech giants um and when shami came on board they they offered you know uh, do you, they just you know the guy just asked me one simple question do you want to run the company and i said yes given a chance given an opportunity i would still want to run the company i don't want to sell selling is the compulsion for me not a choice right and and uh, uh then shami came forward and gave us the opportunity he said here's a 3 million dollar here's a commitment of 30 million devices that i'm going to preload your keyboard on uh let's see if you can make a business out of it and we said okay and we'll take that as a challenge and we'll take this as a lifeline for us and we'll turn around the company and we did turn around the company and created a 100 million dollar company now mm-hmm. amazing okay so uh, when do you think it will be the right time for you to sell suppose i mean hypothetically suppose there was a sale offer on the table like when would it be the right time there is always a sale offer i think uh, uh, tomorrow if i want to sell i i can sell it at a pretty premium uh, amount and i can make probably 20 30 40 million for myself individually right uh, but that's not uh something we aspire to do uh if we had to sell any time in future it would be a compulsion it would not be a choice like never you are saying basically then your answer to my question never okay. never i'm not saying that bobble uh, will never get sold it might happen that we we can sell it but that would be a compulsion that no that i mean we won't do it out of choice mm-hmm. got it okay so what do you think is uh, ahead in bobble's journey vision 2023 is to create a unicorn and vision 2025 is to uh, launch an ipo so through a keyboard uh, platform only or are you also thinking of beyond keyboard no uh we are a holistic platform now keyboard is a portfolio uh, product uh, we call ourselves the conversation media platform where the mission is to enhance smartphone conversations um you know we make conversations more expressive localized personal and smart um with innovations around typing languages voice content camera keyboard is a delivery channel for us where we bundle all of these innovations and uh make it available to our users mm-hmm. so uh, isn't there a, like you know there is a platform risk now you are on google's platform at the end of the day na so it, i mean tomorrow google could like for example change the api or it could uh, copy your features and matlab uh, you, you, isn't that like a major risk Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, it's equivalent to saying Google will tomorrow change the Google Maps API and then Uber and Ola will die. It's equivalent to saying that. Bobble dying because of changing keyboard APIs is as much possible as Uber and Ola dying because of changing Google Maps API. Hmm. Okay, but the possibility of Google copying is there, no? That's already happening. I mean, it's a it's a law of the land. Anything. any good innovation that comes on uh, reality it gets copied which is absolutely fine it's normal hmm, hmm. but so what do you think will help you compete with google on google's own platform like i mentioned we have a secret sauce with our relationship in with oems and telcos and 
slowly and gradually we are eating away market share from google google is uh, not just google but other keyboard players out there as well and we think that we'll continue to do that we'll continue to build on our journey uh, we'll come out as a strong player independently so in a pie chart uh, like how big would be bobble share in terms of keyboard right now it could be in excess of 10% and global or in india in india okay hmm. and what do you see it becoming like um it will be probably in excess of uh, 50 60% because of some of the oems that you're working with who have the, this much market share ah okay okay oh, what are some of the names that you are like i mentioned xiaomi which which itself has 30% market share we are slowly and gradually uh being rolled out in xiaomi devices right um so 30% market share is given to us there are other oems that i cannot name right now it's confidential uh but these are top 5 oems uh which are which have started working with us are you also like in talks with the bbk group um we are in talks with all the oems in the world <laughs> but, but there are certain uh, big names which has been closed recently Oh wow. Okay. I am looking forward to that. When are you going to announce? Um soon hopefully once the product goes live. It's the it's in the integration phase. So that was Ankit Prasad telling Akshay Dutt all about his journey of growing and building Bobble. If you'd like to know more about Bobble, log on to bobble.ai. That's b o b b l e.ai. like the founder thesis podcast then do check out our other shows on subjects like marketing technology career advice books and drama visit the podium.in that is t h e p o d i u m . i n for a complete list of all our shows This episode of Founder Thesis podcast is brought to you by Long Haul Ventures. Long Haul Ventures is the long haul partner for founders and startups that are building for the long haul. More about them is at www.longhaulventures.com.